This is In Focus, the weekly public affairs program from KTBB and the Team Sports Radio, featuring members of the local community working to make East Texas a better place. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of In Focus. My name is Lonnie Johnson. I'm your host today. As always, if you have any comments on the show or otherwise questions, you can email us at infocus at ktbb.com. Today's guest as an organization is First Tee. I have with me Logan Long, Billy Stores, and Nash Hackens. Is that right? Did I get your last name right? Good deal. I spelt it right. Welcome, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. With a lot of these uh, interviews that I have, I have limited knowledge, and this would be an example of which because I've never been a golf fan, uh, <laughs> but I, I like kids a lot. So, uh, Logan, tell us a little bit about First Tee. Okay. So we're a, we're a youth development organization here in Tyler, the greater Tyler area. Uh, we started about 12 years ago. And now we're at five different locations as far as our programming goes. Our main offices are at Walder Park, and then we're also out at um, Oakhurst is where we have another office. But uh, First Tee as a whole has about 150 chapters in, uh, in the country and in six different other countries. So we're, it's a pretty big organization that we're, we're working with youth, youth to build um, character and perseverance, just life skills in general to help kids get through some of the challenges they face each and every day. And uh, we use the game of golf as an avenue to do that. Um, so one of the things I like to say about it is we have one of our, our best coaches usually talks about other sports and how they help with that too. But one of the biggest things about golf is there's nobody on the course that day that's gonna tell you whether or not you can move that ball three or four feet. It's about integrity and about you knowing those skills and what you can. You don't have a referee that goes foul. You can't do that. You have to do it you know, as, a, as an individual. Um, but. Uh, it's a great organization. Uh, my kids have been part of it for about. What do they years. say? The measurement of a man is what you do when no one else is right. looking. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Okay. And uh, so I think that's uh, goes a long way with our organization in terms of our life skills curriculum. And golf is just a great tool to uh, help help build kids uh, and character and all that. From that perspective, I, I I would have to agree. Self policing yourself is a really hard thing to do, and and I think now kids face it. it it's actually easier not to do that than ever. Right. Uh, got excuses uh, plugged in. You've got distractions. You've got everything. Uh, what so what age? Uh, uh, are the children first available to be in the program? Okay, so they, we start around five, or we start at five. So we have a five-six program, wow. and go all the way up to a fourteen-plus. So all the way through high school, the kids can be part of it. And uh, um, it, it's really we have national opportunities that Nash can speak on too about the program. So even as they get older, there's more things that. Um, what's great about it is it's not a just just about golf. We'll have. They have leadership conferences. We do um, lots of different things uh, with youth that's outside of golf. It's just more about building and helping kids with resiliency. So. Is it children affected by disproportionality, or is it all children? Or It's all children, yeah. Good deal. So uh, give me like a typical uh, – I'm, I'm a parent. I've got a uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move to, yeah, like say seven, let's say second grade. You know, got a kid that uh, maybe is interested in golf as a sport. You know, and 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 there's a mentoring program involved. Uh, how would I uh, contact you and begin that process? Uh, you can go to our website. It's firsttgreatertyler.org, and there's a program overview. Um, but you can always reach us at an office number as well. 
but really how it starts is you come to class so like a basic class like a layout of it would be you'd show up and we do a warm-up and we'd introduce one of our core values so that might be that day it might be integrity so during the warm-up we would just go through you know explain what integrity is give examples and then we break into small groups and we do a golf activity along with you know a different example of integrity and so as a parent you kind of get to see it it's it's really cool you talk in a big group at first and then you split up with your coaches and your mentors and then you go through the class and talk about it even more so you have a message from a mentor to start the day right which and, and there's a theme to that message each each time and it's a little different or you try to get you try to touch so many different themes right absolutely and so during one of our like for the fall we'll have them all laid out you know um, the week ahead and then so another one would be like pursuing goals and so it's really I like the big conversations in the beginning the most because that's where you get to hear everyone you know what is pursuing goals to you what's a goal you have that you want to accomplish today what's one you want to accomplish by the end of the year and it's really I love it because kids can give some really amazing answers to those questions they can have really big goals and there's nothing stopping them so so is there any uh, a lot of the uh, uh, charities uh, and nonprofits that I run into, you know, again, they're 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 geared toward uh, uh, children affected by disproportionality or income or parent, uh, you know, single single parents, um, and and I realize obviously you guys want to reach out because they're the kids that need the most help but uh i also realize anybody can do it right and uh you know sometimes i think the the good thing for kids that are struggling to be around is kids that aren't you know and they can show them hey there's more than one way to skin this tiger the best thing about our program is that we we don't turn any kid away whether it be you know if they we offer scholarships to all kids partial full scholarships it's it's not a cost thing if you want to come to first tee you can come to first tee the only thing we ask is you wear closed-toed shoes that's all you don't have to bring clothes you don't have to wear a, a polo shirt you don't have to dress a certain way you just have to want to come learn and and put some shoes on and and we'll go from there and so we get kids across the spectrum, whether it be even kids with special needs or, you know, kids from all parts of the city everywhere. And and it's, it's just been a great program for all kids that want to participate. And do most of the courses around town uh, participate in it? Yeah. Well, we so we have we now we have a new location outside of, in Jacksonville at Cherokee Ranch, but we're we're, we're part of most um, golf courses around. Not necessarily that we have uh, a program there, but for example, Oakhurst, uh, we do a thing that they can participate in where they get reduced price uh, range balls or or free time on the range. We also have a Barker Loop where they can come anytime and play three holes at no cost um so it's just a it's a great organization that we want to kind of get that stigma away from golf that that it may just be for a few when it's not it's for everybody and then and it's for everybody to learn so much about life not just about golf maybe without a last name what what about a success story that you've had you know that's really touched you guys or i think i mean what's great is we have one coming right now jackson has been um been part of the organization for or been a participant for 
10 years. 10 years now. And uh, this year he just got accepted, which only, well, Nash, I'll let Nash tell you more about it because he'll know how many got accepted and how, and how many did, or how many across the country, but he can tell you all about that one. Yeah, so Jackson and uh, Kenzie from our chapter got uh, selected to go to Pebble Beach and participate, and it's called the Pure Insurance Championship. And it's actually a pro-am event. So what happens is each kid gets paired with a professional golfer for that whole tournament, and they actually get mentored while they're playing by that golfer. And so it's a really great experience for them. Is the golfer involved in first tee, the professional involved in first tee, and he's going to mentor him in that way, or he's going to mentor him in, in the game of golf, which both are important in that instance? So our participant last year, really quick, uh, she went, and she said that during the round of golf, it was all about golf, but actually after um, the professional Doug Barron sat and had a meal with Sydney and her family and talked about through what her, you know, short and long-term plans are and kind of maybe some tips along the way. So during the round of golf, it's all about the golf, but there's a huge life aspect of it after the round is over. Um, Billy, we, we've said a couple of times that, 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 that you guys use golf to, to teach lessons. Yes, sir. Uh, give me some specifics, how, how golf, how playing a round of golf uh, can relate to playing around a life. Have you ever played around a golf? Yeah, I've actually played. I'm, I'm not that great. I've had three back surgeries. So, uh, but I, I do enjoy playing. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy the camaraderie of it. Yeah, and, and not the heat. Like yeah. I would only play about three months a year. So I, I would say the the biggest comparison between golf and life to me is golf is hard. Life is hard. Uh, when you're a kid, you you don't really realize how hard the road in front of you is gonna be. Um, you learn that on the golf course though and golf is not an easy sport it's all in your in your head between your ears uh and it can it can take some perseverance to to stay on the golf course when you want to give up um and you apply that to your life you know as you get older and you're you're ahead of the game as as far as i'm concerned when when you learn how to control yourself on a golf course um it'll it'll translate into life really well my kid played football for legacy mm -hmm. always always into sports and i thought it taught him some pretty good things mm -hmm. uh for the most part <laughs> and so with the team i mean it, it taught him uh to be uh not, not make himself you know the most important thing with golf you know you guys have mentioned it you're competing against yourself yep. that's the first thing so you got to learn how to do that and you've got to learn how you compete, how your mind works. Sure. Uh, Self-governance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's all there is really in golf. I mean, there's a set of rules that you have to follow. Uh, and just then like in life. Just like yeah. in life. And then there's the unwritten rules that we call etiquette. Um, and so that's kind of where your camaraderie with golf comes into play because if I'm playing around in golf with Nash, I don't want to be a, a jerk to Nash. If I'm having a bad day, you know, I still have to compose myself to where I don't ruin his round of golf. Uh, you don't want to step in someone's line when you're on the green. Uh, just when you should hit your shot, when it's your turn. How you, We have to teach these things so that they know. You learn patience. You learn, you know, different virtues that, that will prepare you for, for the real world. Uh, kind of like Taekwondo, the tenant, self-control, mm -hmm. uh, determination, indomitable uh, <laughs> spirit. Yep. I think I butchered that. As about, <laughs> everybody knows what it is. <laughs> um, so, and I, I can see... Uh, 
golf being very much like that in the sure. mind. I'm trying to get past just the sport of walking right. in and hitting it about right. how it might um, develop the muscle. Yep. I mean, yeah. all, all our muscles, you got to use them to develop them. Absolutely. It's one that goes between your ears is sometimes the hardest to develop. And I, I think, I mean, it, at times it is a team sport, too. I mean, sure. you, you look at the Ryder Cup or look at even high school teams. So it, you, to not get away from it being an individual, because there is a team aspect to it, too, at times. But, I mean, it's just challenges. You know, any sport, I played basketball mostly. Uh, the challenges are real quick. You're just thinking on your feet, which is a good thing. But, um, you know, if I'm behind a tree on the golf course, I got to think, can I punch this way? What can I do? All these different, and it's, it's a process that I think really applies to out here. If I get pulled over by a police officer because I was speeding, I really have to think about what's the next. It's just not a quick thing that happens. I think golf is really relatable to life in general because it because of that golf is three and a half four hour round um that you got challenges all the way through that round you know? we got to prepare for the game right because you have to be dressed properly what, what no matter Depends, what that yeah. is however right. that seems uh be dressed properly uh then you got to get your mind right uh then you got to think about your shot right i guess uh then you have to think about taking your shot then you have to take it i mean it's all it's it's progressed uh progression just like you said with the if a police officer pulls you over there's a couple things you Mm -hmm. kids need to know put your put your hand on the wheel you know and act respectful and you may hit the best shot of your life down the middle of the fairway but guess what you landed in somebody's divot and that that stinks you didn't do anything wrong but how great but of a metaphor for life right, is that? Right, exactly. You did nothing Okay, explain wrong. that to me. I have no idea what you're talking about. So I had a drive right down the fairway, and the longest drive I've ever hit. Super excited. I get up to the ball. I'm going to have an like easy pitch shot. And I'm sitting in the, a ball, a, a mark left from somebody else from the previous round. that they When were somebody playing. hit their shot. And right. I understand where their, where their yeah. ball hit the ground. Yep. You're no, in that, and no. where they hit it, they, they left, hit, so oh, they left a big divot. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now, but uh, there's where I need my lesson. Yeah. I imagine what a divot you, is, but it's harder to hit out of a Imagine you oh, hit, yeah. hit the best shot of your life, okay. and you get down there, and you're like, oh, this is going to be great. And it's sitting in a hole, basically. Okay. Not, not the right hole. A hole that somebody made with a golf club and now i mean you've got to hit this ball out you of that you have to play hole. it where it is you can't move it and so that's that's another thing it's it's always easy to do the easy thing in life easy thing may not be the right thing so if nobody's watching me how easy would it be for me to move that ball out of that divot and just hit it it greatly in- increases my chances for a good shot but I can't do that because it's against the rules of golf. I have to play it as it lies. So, I, I promise you guys, I'm, I'm going to try and play around come, by the rules. And I'm never, I'm not a serious golfer. Come see us. So I would have moved the ball, you know, not not sure. to cheat, just right. to like, oh, right. it's in a hole. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? yep. Yep. Uh, but I'll try that because it, playing the game by the structured rules makes it infinitely more uh, competitive and difficult mm-hmm. yep. than just yes. going out there with a couple of friends and whacking a ball around. That's it. I forget what the stat is, but Nash knows it. Like the average, you know, average golfer that you typically the people that shoot a, I guess below ninety, or the most people shoot above ninety. But if you ask everybody, they'll probably tell you they shoot eighties. Yeah, I better. think I'm probably gonna <clears throat> butcher the stat, but I think. What it's, do you shoot? Eighty-one. Uh, <laughs> I shot an eighty-four the last time I played, so now I was actually pretty happy with it. But most people who play golf, I think it's eighty percent of golfers never shoot by playing by the official rules of golf under 90 when they play. I don't easily believe that if it's not like a best, what do they call it, best shot? 
like thing a, where you play with a scramble, scramble or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I would easily believe that because that's uh, what I just pick up from the people that play the game is if you want to play by the rules, it's a different game than just going out with your buddies and right. and you know doing your thing. So as it teaches these children um, lessons, uh, some some major successes. Uh, Nash, you, you listed uh, a, a child that was able to go in the mentoring program. Have, have you seen? Uh, significant uh, progress made with children, uh, not not their golf game, uh, their human game, uh, at, once they've been involved in the program? What's yeah. that stat? It, there's a number. It's on the website. It's on the first two website. I just can't think of the number. Nationally, like the percentage. Is, but uh, there's a percentage of – it basically shows a comparison of, of – kids that have participated in the first T program versus those that haven't and it's like 30% they have a, a 30% greater chance of, of well it improves graduation rates yes. we have all those stats that show that the program what it's done nationally research wise uh, with graduation rates dropout rates things like that but just from an individual uh, basis we see kids that have trouble um, sometimes maybe interacting or just speaking verbally trying to get out something that that have been in the program 10 years that are that interact with us with with their peers and everything you can see that growth and I, I think the program's been a big part of that right well we had um, a good example is we had our high school class this summer uh, it just happened maybe two or three weeks ago and you could tell the kids who have maybe only been in the program about a year compared to the kids who have been in it five years because they're much more likely to jump in and participate and like Billy mentioned etiquette before they're holding doors for people they're helping people pick up their stuff just things that you pick up from being in the program and it's not a huge difference but you kind of have to watch you know watch for the etiquette and other things like that but it is noticeable to me you know I went through the program in a different chapter as a kid and there's just certain things that you learn that maybe are not so common but you think are you know very common and golf and the life skills program really help you know I think today when I see the children uh, and what they have to face, uh, civil discourse right. and politeness. Uh, social media. Social media. That's a big one. So that's my next question is, what do you see from the kid, the young kids now beginning the program that's different from 10 years ago? The things they face. Well, me going through the... I, I had an older brother that also went through the program, so I knew some things going into it. Uh, like I mentioned, holding doors... Um, you know, respecting your elders and your peers even, uh, just being polite. Like if someone drops something, you help them pick it up. Just little things like that can actually make a really big difference because someone could be having a really bad day and they, you know, they drive, they're at school, they're having a terrible day and they drop their binder and all their stuff falls out. And I remember as a kid, some kids would be laughing, whereas, you know, me and a group of two other guys are going over to help them pick up their stuff. So it's just really trying to uplift people in times that you don't know what's going on in their life. And so little actions like that can make a really big difference. And then a lot of those kids go on to when they had a good mentor they want to be mentors later on in life. So they're trying to live their life and be like their mentors and be able to give back to someone that, you know, maybe when they started. 
here's some national stats real quick just uh, sure that billy was referring to is you know um after three years being in the program first t uh 73 of kids uh reported high confidence in their abilities to do well academically but not only that 50 or 82 percent were more confident in their social skills with their peers um so just that general interaction if you you know just like, like what you're talking social about social interaction right. not social network exactly right. versus someone that's going to message you on messenger and you're going to go back and forth in a chat room but now it's how they interact with people face to face uh, you know we're moving away from that based on just texting and facebook messenger or instagram all of that now kids are losing in my opinion losing a little bit of that because they're not having to do as much or or there's more opportunities not to be interacting individually, now you can just do it on your phone. Um, so I think these stats are pretty eye-opening. Even 50% were credited in their programs for their just ability to appreciate other people and their differences between other people. Um, you know, some of the stats are pretty staggering that, that what it's done with kids that have just been in the program three years. Makes me wonder what the parents are doing. I mean, if, if, if you guys get in and you have to, have to uh, uh, who was the Lombardi? famously said this is a football you know if you have to say this is how you open the door for a lady to uh for a like say a sixth grader mm -hmm. you know I, i'm not shocked um i wish i was uh but i'm not shocked but that the things that you mentioned nash are uh some of the basic human qualities that uh, i was uh, raised mm -hmm. to, that, that it's expected it yep. wasn't like appreciated right. it was expected and uh, th th those things are, are dying out yeah we we like to say we're we're building game changers and it's not just geared toward the game of golf it's it's geared toward life like we we want to build good human beings not just people that are good at the game um, that's so that's that's our goal every day I know there's scholarship money available you said mm -hmm. but the cost of first tee like just just roughly like yeah. not you know like say hey my kid it's, it's gonna be a uh, hundred dollars a month or something like that if so our programs are typically anywhere from forty dollars to eighty five dollars for a, a set for a for spring or fall which includes six to seven classes so it's done in semesters yeah yes. okay yeah so one time fee of 85 dollars would get you six to seven classes uh, for that whole so for fall example it'd be six classes and the classes would an include and a round and a uh, basically a mentoring session at the beginning and then a round of golf to finish that off and then well i'm mentoring throughout but well sure definitely touching on that but it would be uh about it's six classes for approximately an hour and a half each class so um you know my math's not good but i think that's seven and a half hours for 85 dollars um one time and then depending some other programs are may not be that much because they may either be less uh maybe five weeks versus six but we have some that are forty dollars for the six weeks i've been remiss and i'm sorry i didn't ask uh your url for people to reach out oh. to you is what uh it's first t greater tyler.org and then we also have a facebook and an instagram as well and our facebook is just <clears throat> first t greater tyler and then our Instagram is firsttgt. What are they going to find there? So the website really has all the best information. Uh, there's a programs tab. And our program's age-based, like Logan mentioned. So it goes in age groups of like five, six, seven, to nine. And when you click on the program tab, it breaks down what we're trying to instill per age group. So there's different things. Hmm. As they get older, it talks more about 
building up yourself and trying to find a way to give back. So we have a junior advisory committee and it's all of our high school age kids and they're gonna be getting together and we're trying to look for volunteer opportunities for them to teach them that, you know, people in your community, you might not realize, you know, we're looking to work with East Texas Food Bank. So you might not realize that you go home, there's tons of food in your fridge or, you know, your parents order a pizza, something like that. Someone might be wondering where their next meal is coming from. And so we just want to teach them that you can give back in your local community. It might not seem like much if you do a two hour food packing day, but that could mean the world to someone else. You know, we talked about social media and I now this is the fourth time in this meeting that I've heard the word give back as part of your curriculum, mm -hmm. let's say, okay? Um, how important is that? It's very important. Uh, I'll just start by saying 14% of our funding comes from participant fees. So that $85 that Logan just mentioned for a six week, seven week, eight week course, um, all of those lumped together over the course of a year is only 14% of the money that we have to survive uh, for our program. And so we rely heavily on volunteers, which if you're listening, we need <laughs> very badly. We need volunteers. Um, we rely on fundraising. Uh, I mentioned the game changer, what, what we talk about building game changers. We have a tournament coming up August 28th. Uh, Monday will be at Holly Tree. Uh, it's called the Game Changer Tournament. And that's our largest fundraiser of the year. Um, a lot of that money goes directly back into our programming. Um, and you know, we still need uh, sponsors for that. Uh, we're full on teams. We were blessed this year. We filled it up really, really quickly. Um, well, now you're getting into what I do for a living. So well, what does a sponsorship look like? Let's get that out there. Let's get some money for you. So our sponsorships, they go from anywhere from, um, you, you know, you can do a whole sponsorship all the way up to you could be one of the, you could be the Game Changer sponsor, which is a, it's, which is a big sponsorship, which would be 10000 But you can do, um, from that we do, we have golf ball sponsors. I mean, you can go from any level of sponsorship, uh, whether it be uh, getting your name put on towels that go in the players' bags to recognition on Facebook, social media, website, to, again, just getting a, a sign for your company on one of the golf holes uh, as a whole sponsor. But we have – it's on our website, too, uh, multiple uh, levels of sponsorship. Which that is a write-off, by the way, guys, for your businesses. So uh, your business would maybe be a, a great $10,000 sponsor. Let's talk about uh, what mom and dad or just – yeah. people like us can do i mean something as simple as we're going to try to give our players everybody that plays in our tournament this year we're going to try to give them a nice little goodie bag with some cool stuff in it uh it could be something as simple as a gift card or a, a coupon to throw into that swag bag um a whole sponsor if, if you have a small business 200 bucks we put your name on on a t-box on a sign uh, and everybody that plays that hole sees the sign uh, so those are kind of the the two smaller uh, versions of sponsorships everything else we pretty much sewed up this year uh, but really needing cool stuff to go in the in the gift bags door prizes uh, things like that and then we're unlimited on whole signs we can we can stack a t-box full of them you know okay line that sucker up so um, yeah we're, we're excited it's going to be a really good year we're at holly tree uh, on the 28th uh, starting at what 7 30 8 o'clock 7 30 is registration yeah so it's it's shaping up to be a good year hopefully the weather cooperates uh, it'd be nice to have a morning like this morning. It oh was, my gosh. It was beautiful. Don't get me started. <laughs> 
Uh, Nash, one more time, would you give the URL, how to yes. contact and how to donate? So if you have to donate, if it's a different web URL for donation. Uh, so our website, it's org, And the easiest way to donate is to go to that URL. And there's two buttons. There's one on the top right that says donate. And then you can also scroll to the very bottom of that page. And there's a donate button. And if you just click on there, uh, it directs you right to it. And it's very simple from there. What's the URL? FirstTGreaterTyler.org. There you go. FirstTGreaterTyler.org. You can go there, donate, uh, sponsor, uh, find out any information you need about First T. Uh, this is, uh, like I said, the, the biggest group I've had so far. It's been, it's been kind of enjoyable. It's been fun. Um, th- thank you guys uh, for doing that. I've kind of uh, have things that matter to me, but. Uh, uh, young people, young men in general, I think, need mentoring, uh, even when we do our best as parents. Uh, we're not our parents. Uh, we're a different generation that has been affected, even at our age. I mean, you, well, I'm obviously older than you guys, but uh, specifically at your age. Social media has already played a big part in your life, yep. so you can kind of relate to how much right. it's changed. So, I, you know, just thank you so much for, for, for what you have to do, and then um, I'm sorry you have to do this in the heat and when you when you play at holly tree it's going to be uh 105 probably gonna be yeah. pretty hot yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well we really appreciate yeah thank you very much yeah, well you. um you you guys are welcome uh i nash you you are the url guy i'm not gonna get it just yet but i'm gonna get it in just a second but again my guests today have been logan long uh billy stores and nash hackins and Nash, you're going to give the URL right now? Yes, it's uh, firsttgreatertyler.org. Okay. Uh, guys, <clears throat> thank you so much for making a difference, uh, especially in this community. It's, it's kind of cool. Tyler's a great place and has lots of giving and, uh, what do they call it, uh, philanthropic nature mm-hmm. yes, throughout sir. the community. Sure. So uh, thank you so much for coming in, and uh, I hope that you guys have a fantastic week, and, and, and the 23rd is a huge success. Thank, thank you, you to Holly Tree and all the other courses that support you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Focus is a weekly public affairs program featuring members of the local community working to make East Texas a better place. In Focus is produced by KTBB and the Team Sports Radio. And we thank you for listening. Join us again next week.